Good morning. Welcome back. It's Friday Coffee Talks. I'm your host, Connor Volpe, and we are here talking over coffee on Friday for episode 123. Boom. Mm. I was uh, creating the folder for this episode and got to type in FCT123. I love it. I love it. I love it. I love it. I'm going with the um, Seven Springs. That is the blank side of this cup. I'm an idiot. Seven Springs Mountain Resort Cup today. Um, I wish I was at a ski resort today. I do. It's cold enough outside. The vibes are right. I wish I was skiing. So we went with the coffee cup that we got at a ski resort. Uh, Very appropriate. Very good cup of coffee today. Warm, but not too hot. Not melting the old taste buds. I spilled milk everywhere as I was making it, but uh, I'm not going to cry about it. Uh, Okay. Um, dad joke for the day. Yes. I've got a lot of things to talk about today. I hope you've all been well. We're into our t- every two week pattern with Friday coffee talks now. So for those of you who have been regular listeners, appreciate you sticking with me, even though it's a little less consistent than normal. Um, life is just life. So with second store opening and all the stuff that we've got going on, it was, it just got to be too hard to do an episode every week. Um, so here we are every two weeks. I hope you had a great Thanksgiving. I did. Uh, it was delicious. It was full of wonderful food. Uh, hope you got to have some great time with your family do all that kind of stuff. Um, Thanksgiving is great, but now we're into the Christmas season and I am so stoked. Uh, I love Christmas. It's the best. Now Christmas is here and, um, just everything is awesome. Everything's great. I can watch Christmas movies and listen to Christmas trap music and not feel bad about it. So that's awesome. It's so good. Um, it's weird to live in the kind of dual world that I live in where like I'm a big believer in giving Thanksgiving its space. I'm not a Christmas music early hater or Christmas decorating hater. I just want Thanksgiving to have its respect. I've talked about that multiple times on here. Um, but at the same time, we run two children's boutiques and Mandy, especially she lives seasons ahead. She's buying for summer right now. She's in like full on beach bathing suit mode. And so to live in that world where we have to do Christmas early because we have to set up the store and do our big pink miss event and the the whole, all the stuff that goes in that, it's like two opposing views that just like battle each other. So it's crazy. Um, traveled this week. I had a really nice trip. I don't take day trips that often. Um, most times with schedules and the way meetings work out, I end up having to come in the night before or stay the night after a meeting and then fly out the next day or, or whatever. Uh, but this week I got to do a day trip. I took an early flight out, had a lunch meeting, and then took a, an evening flight home same day. Uh, it's very weird. Everybody who travels with me knows I always have my same routine. I have my suitcase. It gets packed with the same things, whether I'm going on a week-long trip or you know a few-hour trip. Um, and it's very rare to see me on a trip without my suitcase. And I felt so naked on the plane. I was like, oh my gosh, where's my stuff? I kept feeling like I'd left my stuff somewhere. Not a great feeling, but I had a great trip, great meeting. Um, I had just a good experience. I went to a new town and I very, very rarely, well, I very rarely get my haircut anyways. As a bald guy, I just shave my head on my own every time. But um, in some strange cases, probably twice a year, maybe I'll go get my haircut at a barber. And I love when I get to do it. It's great. And this was no exception. I very rarely get my haircut on the road just because... You know, it's tough to fit in time-wise and all that kind of stuff. And my experience has been trying to find a barbershop when I'm on the road is extraordinarily difficult. I remember one time in Raleigh, I was there for a conference and 
I spent like multiple hours trying to find a barbershop that not only was open, but took credit cards because I didn't have any cash. I walked all over downtown Raleigh trying to find a haircut. Ended up finally getting one and it worked out. But um, anyways, long story, I was in a new town this time, found a barbershop. Uh, it was wonderful. The place was brand new. They just opened in February. Um, and so it was really nicely done inside. It was a, a men's barbershop. So everything like spoke to my sensibilities. Um, she shaved my head, she trimmed up my beard, she got me all sorted for my meeting, and it was awesome. Wonderful experience, so thank you so much. That was great. Um, had my lunch meeting, delicious lunch, uh, really, really, really good spot. And then I went and sat at a coffee shop and worked for the afternoon before my, uh, I had like a 5.30 flight, so had a couple hours at a coffee shop, found a local spot, got some coffee, got some work done. It's just the best. I mean, that's that's the day. Like, I can't even, can't even. It's It was so good. Um, but I saw some things on this trip, and I wrote them down because I want to, I wanted to remember all of them. Um, this was just a, a trip from the airport. I think I got to the airport at 5 on Wednesday, um, and I didn't get, I didn't land back home until about 10 p.m. Uh, maybe 8. I don't know. Late. After dark. And, um, I just saw things the whole day, just like weird stuff. It was so weird. And it started right when I walked into the airport. So, um, I wanted to make sure I don't forget. So I have my list here. <clears throat> Excuse me. When I first walked into the airport, the very first thing I saw, I came in from the little, you know, the new bridges at the Atlanta airport from the parking deck. I walk in and just to the left of the door, there is a man laying there, um, curled up around a pecan pie on the bench. Uh, I, yeah, it was weird. It was really weird. Um, he was laying there and the pecan pie was open and the lid was sitting next to it too. So he was like kind of in the fetal position around it. Like almost like, you know, when you're a kid and you're like guard your plate at lunch so nobody messes with it. That's kind of what he was doing. He's laying there with his pecan pie and there was a fork in the pit, in the pie. It was like a whole pie, like a whole tray with a pie. And he'd eaten probably about two slices worth and was sleeping next to his pie at five o'clock in the morning. Um, and there were other people sitting with him. He wasn't the only person there. It was just weird. I was like, what? Who? That's weird. I mean, I like pecan pie, but I don't know that I would cuddle one. Um, that was odd. Uh, the next thing is there was a lady sitting across the aisle from me on the plane. I'm an aisle seat guy. And I look at my surroundings when I'm on planes. The lady across the aisle from me, generally what you see on planes is somebody will be working. They'll have a laptop. Or they'll have, you know, like a romance novel or a mystery novel, something they grab at the um, like the Hudson's, whatever, in the airport. Or maybe a magazine. Um, no, this lady, she bucked all conventional norms and she was reading a cookbook. Yeah, I thought it was odd. Um, and it wasn't like a Joanna Gaines cookbook where there's, you know, a lot of pictures and stories and all that kind of stuff. It was just like a straight up recipe list. It was, you probably couldn't even call it a cookbook. And she flipped page by page and she read that cookbook. The whole flight was, I, that was very bizarre. Um, like, wow. Okay. You know, Thanksgiving just ended, but maybe she's getting ready for Christmas. Who knows? I'll give her the benefit of the doubt, I guess. Um, what else? I grabbed a beer at the airport on my way home and a guy sat down next to me and had a really thick book called what happened in Wuhan. And I was like, all right, man, I don't care to read that book, but uh, you do you, boo. Um, and I did not ask him. I did not ask him what happened in Wuhan, so we may never know. I don't know. 
Um, and the last thing that I saw on this trip was on the flight home. Well, there were two things on the flight home. Number one was the couple sat behind me, had been there to pick up their puppy from the breeder. And they were, they were very nice. Let me start by saying that when they got on the plane, the puppy was yelping and howling. Um, and they were like, I'm sorry, everybody. We just got him. We got him two hours ago. We're taking him home. But they'd gone to pick up their little Labradoodle puppy from the breeder and they were flying home. And I know that they can't help it, but just for future reference, like if you're going to pick up a puppy from the breeder, you should probably drive home from wherever you are for the sake of the people around you. Like, don't do that. The puppy was pretty well behaved, but he whined the whole flight. So an eight week old puppy that they'd had for two hours immediately shoved in a bag under the seat, under my seat. And he sat there for the whole flight and whined. And I had my noise canceling headphones, but it did not cancel out the dog uh, whining. It was pretty annoying. But the other thing that I saw on the way home is the couple sat next to me. Um, they did not have a Kindle. Or they did not have a cookbook. They didn't have anything like that. It was a husband and wife, an uh, elderly husband and wife. And they read one book together on her phone. They shared it the entire flight. Um, I love Mandy very, very much. But I don't think that I could spend an entire two-hour flight reading the same book as her on an on one iPhone screen between us. And it wasn't like she held it out so that he could see it and they read it together. It was like she was reading her book and he was craning his neck to like read it over her shoulder. But she would wait for him to change the pages. That would drive me bonkers. So um, I I couldn't do it. Props to this elderly couple. They're I don't know the better people than me. I have no idea. I couldn't do it. Um, two people, one book. No. Um, yeah. Um, so that's what I saw at the airport this week. Uh, what a wild week. Um, the one thing I want to talk about today, very sales specific. So, um, if you're here to hear stories about me and my life and my children, uh, you can go ahead and tune out now. If you're here for that hot sales gossip, let me hit you with it right now. I'm starting a new segment. We're a coffee theme podcast. So this one's called caution, steaming hot tip. It's a steaming hot cup of tip for you salespeople. How'd I do, Mandy? Um, let me hit you with this. I am probably not unlike most of you in that I am seemingly collecting email inboxes. Yes, my chair is sinking. Hold on. Um, I've been at Store Magic for a long time. And through that process, we've added people to our team. We've lost people from our team. And... As time has gone on, as I've been more involved in projects, as I've stepped into new roles and new territories and all that kind of stuff, um, it has fallen to me to take inboxes of people who have left the company. So I have, I'm probably up to a handful now of people um, whose old StoreMagic emails are forwarding to my inbox. I don't get a ton of email stuff from them, especially work-related stuff. I get a ton of spam that's addressed to people who have used to work at StoreMagic. Um, but I get a lot of email. What that also allows me to do is to see trends and, um, like people trying to game the system. So this is my tip for you. If you're doing automated emails, don't do blast emails to an entire company because I suspect that I'm not nearly the only person <clears throat> in my position where I'm getting emails from multiple people. This is exactly what I'm talking about. Let me show you. So 
this was the other day. In the span of one minute, I got three of the exact same email from the same person addressed to different people within our company. So if you are like me and you are getting receiving email from multiple people and somebody spams out the same email to multiple people within your company, this is what my inbox looks like. I suspect for a lot of you who are doing prospecting, this is what a lot of your emails look like if you're just sending out mass emails to a lot of people. So what's the tip here? Don't do this. <laughs> I mean, if I'm seeing this, the spam filters, um, the inbox management stuff, uh, sales loft probably, there are systems within everybody's companies that are that are tracking this kind of stuff. And your emails are not making it through in fact, exactly the opposite. Your emails are getting picked up by spam filters. They're getting blocked. They're definitely not getting to the people that you want them to. So don't do this. If you're doing sales prospecting, send emails to people. Do Take your time to do the research and figure out who you need to be contacting at your, in, your target customer. Find the roles that you should be speaking to. Find the people who have responsibility. Talk to your partner network. Uh, do the, the groundwork that it takes to send appropriate emails to people because if you're sending out three, five, ten emails to different people within the same company of the same email, I would guess the chances are very high that at least one of those people is getting multiples of those emails. Um, so don't take the easy way out. Do the work. Do, do the things the right way and it will work out better for you. Because if I get an email like this, you know, sorry, buddy, but I didn't read any of these. Didn't open them. Didn't even read them. I don't delete any emails, but I deleted all three of these immediately. Did not read them. So it did not get to your target. It did not get to your audience. And I guarantee that I'm not the only one that treats these that way. So there's your steaming hot tip for the day. Thank you for joining me on Friday Coffee Talks. Have a wonderful Friday. It's December. It is the month of Christmas. It's cold outside. I got my slippers on my feet. It is a wonderful day. I hope you have a great day and a great weekend. Thank you for joining me, and I'll catch you next week.